Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your Crave. Start clean with Clorox, because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because... Hey, listen. Remember how you told me to toss those takeout containers before we left for vacation? And you were like, I'm serious. If that leaks over the counter, it'll be a slimy abomination by the time I get back. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Don't worry about it. I won't forget. <laughs> well. Ooh, yeah. That happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed. Rinse after use if in contact with food surface. Prepare yourself for the only talk radio show you'll want to turn up. Crank this thing. Sirius XM Pandora presents the place where your hard rock and metal voice can still be heard. You got your ass, baby. Unfiltered, uncensored, say whatever you want. Hit the record button. Anything can happen, you know. I know that ain't nobody out there came to be mellow tonight, now did you? I say, I say there ain't nobody. I say there ain't nobody not out there that even wants to be a little bit mellow. Now is there? Anybody wants to get mellow, you can turn around and get the fuck out of here, all right? This is the Trunk Nation Podcast, Podcast. with host A. Trunk. Hey, everybody, it's Eddie Trunk, and welcome to another episode of the Eddie Trunk Podcast. New every Thursday, wherever you get your podcast. Thank you for tuning in and checking it out. It is greatly appreciated wherever you are in the world doing so. And if you happen to be in the U.S. or Canada and you are not listening every day to my daily show on Sirius XM and you only listen to this podcast, well, you're, going, you're only getting a tiny, tiny taste of of what I do on the radio every day. So please come on board and join me for Trunk Nation, talking rock with you every day, live 3 to 5 Eastern Time, noon to 2 Pacific, Sirius XM, Channel 103, Faction Talk, or anytime on demand on the Sirius XM app. All the interviews and everything you hear on this podcast, beyond this open, of course, originated on my Sirius XM radio show, Trunk Nation. So be sure to check it out if you're in the U.S. or Canada. And if you have SiriusXM, be sure to listen every day, live or on the app. And if you don't, maybe you come on board and join us for the holiday season and hear everything that we do each and every day on the radio. Speaking of some specials that we do every day on Trunk Nation, one that we did recently was with Brett Michaels. Brett came into the SiriusXM studios in New York City with his guitar player, Pete Evick, and a live studio audience, and spent almost two hours with me talking about his career, the stadium tour, and his plans for next year, which are predominantly, and if you follow Brett on social media, you know he's really been pushing it out there, this thing he's doing called Party Gras, where he is going to go out and do a tour of about 12 cities, and as special guests have Night Ranger, uh, Jefferson Starship and some other special guests joining him on that tour. Brett is super passionate about this. He's been in very active going out and promoting it. The, uh, since we did this special, the dates are now on sale 
and more has been revealed about it. But really what you're about to hear was Brett announcing it for the first time and doing it on my show, Trunk Nation, with a live audience and playing a couple songs acoustic. Now, keep in mind, and this is another reason why it's always great if you join me on SiriusXM and listen live or on the app, because we can give you the complete performances. Uh, on the podcast, w- when Brett was on with me, he did two songs acoustic. This being the podcast, we have to cut those songs out because we can't put music in a podcast, as I'm sure you know. So if you have SiriusXM, go to the app. You can hear this complete interview, including the music performances. And if it's not there already, there is full pro shot video of Brett being in the studio. So be sure to check it out on the app for the complete performance. And maybe by the time you hear this, the video of the entire thing as well. So that's just for Sirius XM subscribers. But here on the podcast, happy to bring you what went on that day, most of it at least, with Brett Michaels. Enjoy. This Cyber Monday, day after Thanksgiving, instead of getting barraged by a billion emails to buy shit today, you're here with us in New York City with Brett Michaels, ladies and gentlemen. Woo, fired up. We're going to barrage you with an awesomeness of me and Eddie's uh, debauchery, uh, right? And funny and good times. How's everyone doing? And happy holidays. Happy Cyber Monday, Eddie. It is great to see you, my Great friend. to see you, Brett. And the reason why I bring up uh, people being here is because we do have a wonderful studio audience in front Amazing. of us yep. uh, that have come out on this Monday to join us here in uh, New York City and got about four rows of bleachers. Uh, Brett, you've played to bigger crowds, but they seem enthusiastic. This, I'm telling you right now, this <laughs> is the best right here. We uh, just coming off the stadium tour. We have, I think I know almost everyone out here. It's like family, right? And we're all hanging out, getting together. And the stadium tour was incredible. I had such a great time. Me and you have spent many times out on the road. And then you saw us. We were down in Tulsa. Yeah, and yeah, your headline show, yeah. Headline show with Poison sold out, crazy at the arena, yeah. and w- what a great time. But again, I thank the fans, uh, as I always do, all three generations of us hanging. We're like family now and having such a great time. And that that stadium tour, it I can't say it best, between Def Leppard and Motley and Joan Jett, Classless Act, Poison, each was unique, brought its own style, but I cannot tell you, I, I've never been more thankful to be out on the road having a great time. Well, I got it. Well, yeah, you waited long enough to make that happen, you obviously. Think? The fans <laughs> waited, what, three years, the bands. It was frustrating for everybody, all those delays, right? Absolutely. And and let me tell you, that it's it sounds great, but the, the what the... What the situation was is that with going through the entire pandemic and then it would start and then, you know, different things were happening. It would stop again. I can't thank again the fans enough for hanging in there. No one giving tickets back. The, the you know, again, highest grossing tour for a reason. They know that every one of the bands on that that tour were going to bring a thousand percent. You know, and I got to say this and it's I've, I've told it to you. I've told it to the other guys in Poison when the tour was happening. And this is the God's honest truth. And I'm not saying this just because you're sitting here with me. While that tour happened to this very radio show, I was getting calls as that tour hit every city from people that went. And and I love doing that with this show. I, I pride myself that this show is that place. I always say it's like sports talk for the rock fan. You know, if a game happens, everybody calls sports talk, a big music event, people call my show. So all the calls that I was getting were all honestly, man, raving 
about Poison's performance and specifically you and how grateful and appreciative you seem to be out there every night with that audience. Can you talk about what that tour meant to you and being in stadiums again and having that big connection with that many people again? Absolutely. First of all, thank you. Thank you for saying that. And again, we're, first of all, let's segue to something here. You and me are like rock jocks. We love our rock and roll and love our sports. So we're, I call you for both music and sports, we, right? We, well, you We've talked. Well, you're still, how, wait, now I'm not going to, no, 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 don't hole, segue yet. How crazy is this that my New York football giants have a better record than your Steelers right I knew, now? I knew I set myself <laughs> up right there. I was waiting for the punch in the jaw and you got no, me. No, no, no. We're going to get into that we'll get later. Into it. We'll get later. there. Sports want, talk with Brett Nutty coming. Here it comes. <laughs> so I, I want to say this. The, the the truth of the matter is that, first of all, getting together with CeCe and, and Ricky and with Bobby, being out on that stage, we were having a time of our life. And, you know, when we go up there as Poison, we – we go up there, we play real raw music, the excitement, the energy is real. Uh, everybody that came out there, when I hit that stage at six o'clock, it was Live Nation. And I'll tell you how the party girl got born, right? Um, th- this is what happened. I'd hit that stage. I'd spend about an hour before I went on stage back in this dressing room area um, that was tented off, right? And I would listen to Joan Jett. I was so fired up. I didn't want to leave that stage. Half the time when I would finish the Poison set, I'd sit up there and wait for Def Leppard or Motley to come on and just, I wasn't going to enjoy every minute of it. But when I hit that, I would come running out from the back of the stage, as you witnessed, all the way from that dressing room, a thousand miles an hour to the front of that stage. And we would hear the beginning and look what the cat dragged in. And I would be run out, jump in the air, and I'd be down, crawling around on that thrust, hitting every fan's hand, partying, singing. And then the next thing you know, we kick into it. And that that sincerity from the first time I ever got to play music till sitting here with you right now is as real as it gets. I'm, I'm grateful for incredible fans. And I'm a fan of music myself. And we've talked about this, you and me, a lot. It. I love playing music. I love being a musician, but I'm also a fan of music. So I hope that that is the perfect storm when you hit that stage. Yeah, well, it comes across clear and it's sincere in knowing you all these decades. And like you said, the times we've had hanging out, that that resonates because above and beyond anything, we bond over our love of whether it be bands or sports or whatever it is. Right. But that's a theme with you and by extension, Poison, since the very beginning. If you look at the earliest videos, whether it's Cry Tough or or uh, Talk Dirty to Me, right. you're, you're having fun <laughs> the whole I'm time. Fun. It's smiling and just looking like the time of your life. So that was instilled from the very beginning, it seems like, with you. Like even before I would think Poison got signed, when you're out there playing in the clubs and stuff, just that that connection with that audience and the 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 vibe you put out is of just being really really appreciative to be there. I am, and that that again, <clears throat> thank you for saying and noticing it because that positive energy that plays into everything I do, and part of it comes from again going back to a uh, indoor outdoor soak carpet in my floor uh, in Pennsylvania. You know, in the basement. You know, you that's where you started jamming, especially in the wintertime. And then when it got warmer, you moved up to the garage. But those years of sitting down there and, like I've told you before in the show, I'm a realist. So I'm a dreamer, but I'm a realist. And you have to have that to get it done. So you want to dream big, right? You're like, this is my dream, whatever that is. For me, it was being a musician, right? 
but also you got to be a realist. You got to put in your work to get it done. And when I hit that stage, everything, everything in my life that is going on, it, it, it goes away. And the only thing that matters when I hit that stage is how thankful I am. That's why when you see me jumping up in the air, everyone's laughing because my friends out here, they all get that picture of me in the air with my mouth wide open. That, that is sincere and it's real. And, uh, and whether it was a stadium or, or we're going to play some acoustic stuff in, a, in, in here or a small venue, that energy is always inside of me. And I try to bring that to the stage and it helps that you also put your time in to write great music. But the one thing, if you noticed on the stadium tour, besides, again, to the fans and critics, thank you for the awesome, great reviews, right? That's a, that's a good feel. I'm not going to lie. That's a good feeling. Sure, of course. And, you know, and there's no one harder on themselves than I am. I mean, I know I get done with the show and I'm like, I could have done this better, sang that here, done this, but you're grateful to see that. But, I take my moment, just like coming in here today to SiriusXM and you and hanging, walking around and thanking everybody. I walked around thanking the crew, uh, the band, everybody. I need people to know it takes a village. And, and I repeat that over and over again. And, and it takes everybody to make that show happen. And this summer, that was the most incredible feeling to see how much stuff they had to move in and out to get, you know, Joan Jett's finishing. Now Poison's rolling up. Then you got either Motley or Leopard, whoever's next, right. you know. And the, the crews did a great job. And I think that is where this was all born, the party grawl, right, that we're going to have. The party we're about to have with the Brett Michaels party grawl, I created this idea that it is a celebration of the fans, the bands, the music, no attitudes, no egos, just a whole lot of fun. And we're going to do a night of all killer no filler. Okay, we're, go ahead. Before we get to Party Gras, ah. you're gonna. T- I want, we're <laughs> gonna talk about Party Gras, and you're rolling it out. And I know you're jacked about it. But one other thing, I right. want to ask you. Going back, a couple quick things on the stadium please, tour. Please. So, you when when I talk about the spirit and you had when you first came out and the world first saw you and Poison early on, early videos, early shows, right? A lot of people who have been doing this as long as you have, forty years, whatever it is, right? right. They lose that. Let's be honest. They lose that. It's a grind to them. It's like, oh, shit, I got to go do this piece of press or I got to go see this person. uh, You know, again, in all sincerity, knowing you as well as I do, you're not that guy. You still have that same smile and that same energy. And I'm curious about something and not to get all heavy about this, but you've been through, we all know, your fair share of health scares. We know your diabetic situation. Just before you sat down here a minute ago, you said you just had a spike or something. Um, a low sugar. Yeah. yeah. So, so I'm wondering, beyond your appreciation for your career and your music, I would think with all you've been through and all you continue to endure, you, there's an overall arcing appreciation for just life. Absolutely. You, you just nailed it on the head. And I was, I was going to segue into that earlier, but now that you brought this up, what happens is at six years old being di- diagnosed being type 1 diabetic, right? Um, and here I am, the only kid in the school at, at, at Filbert Street Elementary in Mechanicsburg, right? I'm the only kid that's diabetic in the school at that point. And, you know, here I am doing four and five injections or trying to figure out, you know, how to adjust the blood sugar. And it, it, there was two... This is the God's honest truth. There was two paths I could take. 
uh, there's either to take the path of being a victim or being victorious over it. And I chose the path of leading down the path of victorious and knowing this is the card I was dealt. This is the card I was handed. And instead of me, uh, don't get me wrong, you know, it's not something you want, but if it's a card I'm handed, I was going to deal with it. And, um, and that's what my mom and dad and my sisters instilled in me, you know, to go out there and music is so therapeutic to me. I say this to everybody, forget the genre, take away all that, right? Find music that rocks your world. You know, music, think about this. It's the only thing that works in every application. You know what I mean? If you're wanting to work out, there's music for that. If you're feeling high, you're feeling low, music works in every application. And it's why I never put a category on what we did. You know, one time I was feeling a song, you know, uh, like nothing but a good time or talk dirty to me. You're feeling sexy or unskinny bop. But then also I lost my best friend chemo and I wrote something to believe in. You know, every rose has its thorn. Toughest thing sometimes in the world is dealing with a broken heart because no one, nobody can help you through that. It's a pain you got to work your way through and music truly saved my life. Some of the best times of my life, some of the lowest times, but I think what you're asking is when I hit that stage, when I say a perfect storm, all that, I take all that, I ball it up. I got all that energy burning in here. People call it an it factor. Uh, it's an intangible. You don't can't exactly put your finger on it or explain it. But when I hit that stage, I just feel nothing but good. I look out at, you know, I mean, everything goes away. And that, like right now, I feel looking out at everyone out here and you, I got this energy. There's an appreciation that it's just, it's there. But that, and that in and of itself is the beauty of doing the blessing, if you will, of doing what you love for a living. Right. Because the same thing happens to me I, in, in, my, in what I do is that I'll spend, you know, I'm on the air a couple hours every day, I'll, I'll, whatever I'm going through. Bottom line is three Eastern hits, I turn my mic on, I'm lost in my world right. with my audience arguing about this band versus that band or this it. record versus that <laughs> yeah. record. But right. it's relatively speaking, you get to go out and get all that from your audience, uh, you know, whatever you do, when you can get lost in that, that's such an important thing. And- you know, I'm curious now, after all these decades of doing this, you work harder than a lot of people that I know, whether it's Poison stuff, whether it's your own stuff. For people that don't know, Brett is hands-on. Like, you are not above picking up a phone, calling somebody, calling a promoter, calling me, calling anybody and right. saying, hey, let's. We, I'm thinking about this. You're always going. Right. How does that drive continue? Like, after all these decades and all the success, where does the drive to continue to be like that come from? I just want to say this, it it comes from a really natural, organic place. What I mean is that drive, that determination in me, I, I can't put my finger because I'm, I'm living in my own brain and body. I can't look at it from the outside, but there's a part of me, like when I call you and say, let's do this, let's go here. Do you want to host a show with me? Um, when I call here to Sirius or the promoters at Live Nation or individual promoters, I call them up and say, Let's do this. Let's throw a party. Let's do a karaoke where a fan can win a chance to come on stage. And then it's for me, it's simple. You pick up the phone, you make great relationships with people, and you call them and you say hello. This is what I'd like to do. 
And so everyone that's in the music world or any of the entertainment world, I've known forever. I partied with, <laughs> mostly partied with, hung out with. We've partied. Yes. You know what I mean? We've we've thrown down a couple good uh If good people times. have seen your book, your scrapbook that came out, yes. there's a story about Brett and I partying not very far from where we're sitting right now no. before <laughs> you good. went over to visit the troops. Yes. And we, we had a great time in, in there as well. But that is really, that's a really interesting and, and very unique and very special trait that you have that you're willing to do that. I, I was talking to a friend of mine who's a promoter in uh, in Tulsa once, and he said to me, he was trying to get a date, this is years ago with you guys or something, he goes, so I'm talking to the booking agent, whatever, he goes, the next thing I know, Brett calls me himself right. and says, hey, how about we do this or that instead? And he's like, nobody does that. Did right. you ever do anything like that and have the person on the other end and not believe it's actually you? We've had a few phone calls like that. They're like, <laughs> it went on for 11 minutes. I'm like, listen, I'm, I'm going to send you a picture on the phone. If it was phone yet, you know what I mean? Uh, I'm going to show you this picture. It's me. They're like, wait, what? And I'm like, no, cause I get on the phone and I jump right into the conversation. I'm like, how you doing? Listen, here's what I'm thinking. We're going to do this huge party for the fans backstage. It's going to be this, the front rows called the platinum party pit. You know, I got, my brain's got all these creative ideas I want to do. And it, uh, we, we laugh sometimes. I said, I don't ever want to be that guy trying to big time somebody. I just, not my style trying to, I need six people to call this and do, I'm like, let me just pick up the phone and let's just talk. Let's figure it out. And in the end, what I found out is the reality of doing that makes it so much better. And I, I can tell you right now, 99.999%, I do not have a bad relationship with anybody. Even sometimes the promoter's like, I like to do this. I, I'm like, let's just work this out. You want to do that. You want to launch this on this date. You want to do that. And then I throw my suggestion on the table and we figure it out. And, yeah. and that promote, I know exactly who you're talking about, by the way. Yeah. We were getting ready and, and doing like, you know, the Rocklahomas. And, yeah, yeah. But I, I love that I get the ability to do what, truly what I love to do. Yeah. Before we get on to some music and party gras and all of that, one last thing on the stadium tour. What for you were some of your personal highlights. Now, I saw there was video of you having a football toss with Joan Jett, which had to be pretty cool. That was great. Like, like there's video of you and Tommy Lee. We're hanging out, talking, talking shop, I'm sure. But just for you, beyond the fans, beyond the shows, stuff that right. went on on that tour that we didn't see that was, for you, like a real highlight. Right. So a couple things. Again, you, you nailed it. You know, uh, hanging out with Joe, getting to talk to him and Phil, hanging out with Joan Jett, throwing baseball. She, she went back that we were throwing, we were in Arizona, I remember it exactly, and we were in there throwing baseball with the crew. So I have all the crew between their break, you know, and I'm, we're throwing the baseball around, and all of a sudden, Joan comes out, she goes, let me have that. I was like, wow, she got a, Joan, I didn't, I knew she would, she had an arm on her. She threw some heat. She threw some heat, some high heat Mm -hmm. right there. And so uh, it was, uh, that was incredible, but, you know, again, being back there, and just hanging with everybody. Those are those are great highlights. But the the true highlight was it, we do this incredible uh, with Poison or myself having the the VIP meet and greets with the fans. They don't know it, but the, you you need to hear this. It fires me up. Like when I'm meeting people and hanging and talking to them. Our ours isn't one of those ones where we like to distance it. You know, I realize there's stuff going on out there with the different you know, variables of whatever's happening during the pandemic. Right. But everyone away from all that, 
we would hang backstage, we would shake hands, talk about life, get a great photo, and that got me fired up. But going out on that stage, you know, and, and honest to God, those highlights, I remember every single city. I remember what we did there, how it was great. And oh, everyone wants one moment. As you know with me, Eddie, I live, I live in the moment. I live in the day. I'm one of those guys with my, I keep my, my boots in the dirt. And so every day something's going on, you know, and then I'm one of those guys, I'm an outdoor person, you know, and so. And we found out you can also fix trailers and RVs and. I can fix it all. (laughs) We were laughing on TikTok. They were, they were laughing. I go, who's going to watch this? I'm under my RV working on it when Pete, where I don't know where the hell he went. He's going to play in a minute. So my buddy, Pete, you know, my best good friend and guitar player, but Petey, I, I go, he was laughing because I was underneath working on the RV, and I'm not making this up. We were we were probably a few hours away from going to the stadium to play, and stuff was breaking. I'm like, <laughs> I, I took my my personal family truckster with me so I could park under the stadiums, and I can't make this up. I would get underneath there and start working, and I see him with the camera. I go, why don't you get your ass under here? It <laughs> started helping me out. It was it was hot, hot. You know what I mean? But we fixed it up, and uh, if anyone needs a good laugh. Or in your life, if you're ever having a bad moment and you want to laugh, just watch my TikTok. It oh. will show you the the epic comedy of errors that is my life. You were sitting in a lawn chair in a stream <laughs> at one point. Yes. I saw that, yeah, too. That was good. That was good stuff, yep. too. Um, and lastly, on the stadium tour stuff, what about the reconnection with with the other guys in the band? I mean, Absolutely. you don't do stuff all that often uh, with CC, Ricky, and Bobby. I, I didn't see any bass guitars flying towards your head mid-set. No. It seemed that like was good. the That's vibe good. was good. You didn't have to dodge anything from your band members. <laughs> nope. It seemed like it was a good vibe. Were, are we getting the right read there? We You got the right read. We Here's the thing. Let me, let me start with the stadium, and then I'll segue back, then back to the stadium. So on the stadium tour, when we got to rehearsals for this, and remember, this started up three different times. Right. We never had such a great time, everyone laughing, talking about life, uh, you know, just, you know, talking about all of us have kids, you know, and, and we were just it, talking about everything. And we had fun. We put together a set. We said if they make our set a little shorter, a little longer, whatever we can fit in there, let's just go out, play real music. And I looked at everybody and said, let's just have fun. Let's have fun. And that's exactly what happened. And 99.999% of the time with Poison we have a great time. Cece and Bobby, Ricky, myself, we, it, once in a while when it goes bad, it, we don't have a gray area. <laughs> when poison goes bad, it goes really bad. There's like not it's, one-tenth of a percent. No, one-tenth of a percent, but when it goes bad, it's fists. Like, there's no, like, negotiating a gray area. But that seems to make, make the highlights. That makes the highlight real. But nine times out of ten, we are having the best time of our life going out there playing real music. And that's the same way with the solo band. It takes a village. I don't like yes people, meaning around me. You want people that... You know, you can do better, sing this, try that. We push each other, and that's a that's a good thing. You know, and I'll, I'll leave it at this on back, uh, you know, going back through the years in those situations. You know, you got to remember, we're partying, we're having a great time, and you got a bunch of different people speaking to each individual band member, getting in their head, and eventually y'all just going to pull it together and get in the same room. And what I noticed with Bobby, me, uh, you know, Cece and Ricky, four completely different personalities, like 
different thoughts, different ways of looking at stuff. And we have to respect that about each other. And I think it only took us 30 some odd years, 38 ish, (laughs) 39 ish years to figure that out. Was it like that the very beginning? No, we, we were all, here's the thing, the beginning, don't ever forget you, you have a, a, what happens to bands? You have a common foe. You're all going out there. We drove out to LA together in a Chevette, a beat up ambulance van and a green pickup truck. I mean, drove out, we're told we're one in a billion bands. You're never the chances of making it are one in a zillion. And we just kept at it, put out our own independent record, but we had each other and that was it. As you start to go along, you start to get different people creep in. All of a sudden, Bobby, you don't need to do this. And Brett, you don't need, you know, so we just had to pull it back together. But through thick and thin, we, we now are about every, probably about every two years, we go back out in the road. Um, I hope to at least, if not, make a, a, a complete album. Uh, you know, just go in there and write a song or two together. And just a fun, great, uh, I write with solo band, we write all the time, every day. My phone, wherever the hell, I forgot where my phone's at. The, we never, uh, I'm always dumping music into my phone. I'll come up with a beat, I'll be like, a catch, and then, you know, I'm always writing something in my head. And I'm hoping with Poison we'll get to do that. But we, with the band and Pete and myself, wrote a brand new song called Back in the Day. Mm-hmm. And it's just a throwback road trip anthem. And it, when people hear this, it's it's a great, it's just a really great, good feeling party song. It's a great rock song. So that's a good segue then for us to maybe take a quick break and we'll play. We have a clip of that. I, I know. It. Now I know the full song's not out yet. When do you plan on putting the full song out? Full song comes out mid January, and the video we're in the process of shooting it because we're going everywhere shooting different pieces of it, and it's it's really going to be well put together. And you talk about hands on. I'm also a director, occasionally featured in it, and and helping edit it. When but did, I love doing that. Did you write? Because I've heard it. It's great. It really is. It, it captures a great, fun. It, it's perfect. It's perfect Thank for you, you and for people that just love rock and roll. But did you write this while you were recently on the tour? Or were you sitting on this for a little while? No, we're sitting on it. Well, not sitting. I go in and, and again, I sit down and do drum beats. I do stuff. And if people watch TikTok, you'll see the evolution of different moments. It's happening. I'm in the studio trying to play all, all the instruments and do this. And Pete jumps in. And he's playing this part and it's a, but, but it, it finally all, all of a sudden you realize it all comes together. We needed the right music to go with the right vibe. And it's real, just has this, I can't even explain. It's just, I feel good about it. Well, let's let people hear a little clip of it. So this will be a little exclusive actually. People get a little taste of a brand new song that Brett has coming in January. You said so a month or two away that people can get the full song. Yes. It's called back in the day. Right. So here's a little clip of it. We'll go to it right now and then go to a break. And then when we come back, I know we're gonna you're gonna play some songs for us here today, which I is gonna be great. It. We'll take some questions from the great audience that's here and maybe a few phone calls from people listening as well. 844-686-5863, as usual is the number. And of course, we gotta talk party gras because you got an announcement to make yes. about a big tour that you're doing with your band. 
and everybody's got their beads. Uh, they Look do. at this. Bandanas, beads. And ha- bandanas, uh, everything. I'm Look. giving a big hug to everyone out there, just so you know. Just, just so people know. Right. Just so people okay. know, we are in a glass. Uh, Brett and I are in a glass studio. Yeah. And then on the other, we're like the boys in the plastic bubble That's here. That's right. I feel, and, I feel and, like John Travolta to the throwing back to the old Travolta one, the boy in the bubble. Exactly. That's what I mean. I want to yeah. be out there partying. We're dating ourselves, but we remember that, right? Yeah. But we have like three, four rows of bleachers right in front of us on the other side of the glass so i don't think they're mic'd but trust us they're out there and they're excited oh, they're having a great time look yeah we'll look mix it look at them <laughs> we'll, do, we'll do like they did with live records in the 70s we'll mix in some fake yes. applause uh, <laughs> you know? a, shh, a big stadium grab one of those stadium tracks throw it <laughs> <Exactly>. in here exactly <laughs> it's been done we are shooting full video on this so you'll be able to see brett and i's i'm wonderful. sorry they have to see my mug <laughs> you're sorry <laughs> they're like we want to cancel it now it so <laughs> trust me how did i do tv all these years i got a face for radio man what's going on I, i'm right with you but we I'm got a great Great-looking audience. Hopefully they Look got a. Him. Hopefully they have a camera out there for the great audience. That, that is a good-looking audience right there. Energetic, full of life, awesomeness. It is. <laughs> um, so, party gras. Yes. When I so during the stadium tour, you called in. Uh, Ricky called in. You guys were checking. It was great. Yeah, yeah. And uh, when you called in, we were talking, and then I saw you in Tulsa at the BOK Poison yes. did a headline show. Uh, right. One of your off nights from the stadium tour. And you said to me in your dressing room, party gras, party gras. And, and it's the first time I heard this term party right. gras. And that you were very passionate about it. And you had this whole idea and you're rolling it out in 2023. And you're here today to tell everybody all about it. So let the world know about party gras. Here it is. Super excited. So I created this thing a, a few years back called Party Gras, Mardi Gras, right? It was born out of wanting the fans. It's like a come one, come all. Like here... I want the fans to have nothing but a good vibe. I want them to come, and it's starting in the parking lot. So working with Live Nation, we talked about this, and are you ready for this irony? The whole thing came together. They were watching every night when I would hit the stage. The place, the stadium was filled at 6 o'clock. You know, it sold out. Not that they weren't expecting people to be there, but at 6 that's early Especially in the day. Especially on a weekday. You get a Tuesday night, 6 o'clock yeah. is tough. And getting down, forget everything else, the traffic. And here it is, the, the fans are packed in, and they already knew this thing, so they'd all be jumping. Like, we'd be ready to come on stage, and it was this vibe. Everyone was fired up, and and they we all sit in Pittsburgh, and I said, here's this thing called the Party Girl. It's unique, never quite been done before. I said, I want to throw that party starting in the parking lot, into the building, let fans have a chance to be on the side of the stage. They're doing the Dress Like Brett karaoke contest. You know, this is all happening. It's like a like a carnival of fun and awesomeness, right? And the music we're playing in between, we got DJ spinning. Everything is meant to be a party from the time you get there till you end. I said, here's the tag. It's got to be all killer hits, no filler. I said, I want the bands to come out. And they all got to, let's start the first year I do this with all friends of mine, people I've known, people that have big hits. I went through all their songs, uh, talked to them about doing it. And so, uh, you know, I called Jack Blades from Night Ranger. Really good friend. I love him. Love Jack, yeah. Love Jack. And he is just such an energetic, he's got the same energy as I do. Sure, does. Right? We did sure. that show together, Rock Island, and the night of Brett yeah. Michaels and, and Night Ranger was sold out 
almost instantly. That was the night you stole my trailer. It but, was you know. damn right. I, I go, listen, I'm at the, I, I don't know how to say this, Eddie. I said, we either got to share or you're going to have to watch me and it isn't going to be pleasant. Real, real, Get ready. Real quick on that. <laughs> Dressed and or undressed. We, in this we, we were, I was, I had this little Winnebago. It was far from a luxurious trailer, but this it little, luxurious. little Winnebago, old Winnebago, sitting in the back in, in Key West, Florida. Right. Last January, this great event, Rock Island, I'll be there again uh, in January. And I was doing using radio right. to do it from. And I, and I get a knock on the door and they said, um, Hey, uh, would you be willing to surrender your your radio studio? It was share for not surrender. Brett Michaels, I said, who? <laughs> God, what? who? What is? But the funniest part about it was, remember, you had to walk over like the, the, the yes. these steel I, rods. That's like, a story of my life. I said, if if the fans could see the comedy of errors that I go through to get to the stage, I was like, Brett would, wants this. Yeah, you're like, <laughs> wait, I, have at it. They said we have a trailer for you. Eddie's in it. I said, I said, can they um, can they put like a couple uh, get the good towels and hang them so he isn't forced to watching me get dressed over here? And it, I'm not making any of this. No, up. we're not. It was the best. It was the best night ever, and that was a great show. And and going back to segueing back to Party Girl, right. it, it what happened was, is you know I called Jack. This was all born in Pittsburgh, so I came on stage, um, waving the terrible towel. The place is going crazy, right? And that's the night we all set up in the big dressing room up there. Uh, not quite as nice as a luxurious uh, RV we were in, but we were there at the stadium in Pittsburgh, and the, I, I told them what I wanted to do, and they were looked at me like, this is the greatest and most confusing idea I've ever heard, right? <laughs> I go, wait, wait, let me explain. Uh, I said, I am the Brett Michaels band, and we want to bring, I want to get, like, uh, Mark McGrath from Sugar Ray, I want to get. I want to bring different styles of music for everyone to have a great time. I want. I want to get Steve Ajeri, right? He's a singing Journey. It's, it's formerly of Journey. Amazing. Also had a great band called Tall Stories for the hardcore geeks back he, in the day. I, I remembered very yeah, yeah. well. So he. I want to say this. He has been all these. All these great musicians have been on shows with me, and I said, guys, I called him up. That you want to talk about my hands-on approach. I said, before management, before the agent and everyone starts fighting, let me call him and see. I told him, let me explain what this is. I'm going to take my solo band, and we're all, we've done this before with Mark and Steve. You're going to come up, and, and I'll finish about three or four songs. You know, by the wind, boom, it ends. No shutdown, no drum movement, no segue, boom. The next thing you know, bam, 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 boom, boom. Next thing you know, we're doing Don't Stop Believing, a few Journey songs, back to me, back to Mark. And then, you know, Night Rangers, uh, they're, they're opening, but then also are on stage. Uh, when I say opening, they're my guests. We're sharing the stage. And Starship doing nothing but hits, DJ spinning in between. And when I say truly, when I say this is a good day, it will be... I am determined to make it a great event, a great carnival fun experience. Uh, and we picked out 12 Live Nation dates, right? In amphitheaters. In amphitheaters. Right. And it all kicks off in Detroit uh, with a great station there. And we're making it their summer party. So that's Thursday. Uh, that will be July 13th. And it kicks off in Detroit. And we made these great road trip passes. Then the next night we play another event, uh, the Friday night. Um, I believe that's going to be either Central Pennsylvania or Buffalo. That's not confirmed. Then Saturday is Pittsburgh. We're going to be there at the Star Lake. 
and then we go into PNC. And then it just keeps on PNC. Yeah. Local gig for those here in New York, New Jersey. You have no idea. Let me add, I just did Impractical Jokers. So Impractical Jokers are coming to host it with me. Nice. And I'm throwing it out there. I was there doing the show, and Paul Rudd comes. You know, I love Paul Rudd. Me, my Ant Man. So he shows up, this most incredible human being. Couldn't have been nicer, A actor. And you know what I mean? A League. Greatest, most humble guy. We were laughing so hard that day. I'm not going to say we didn't have a few Eddie Brett drinks. And we, so they're going to come host it, and we're going to have some special guests coming out with us on that stage. It's going to be incredible. So just take me through this. So because you said that Live Nation was trying to figure out exactly what you're doing, I'm still trying to figure. I it out. I don't know. I'm trying to figure out what you just said. So you you're going to start wait, wait, out. It's a hot mess. Hot night, hot mashup, hot mess. Go back to hot mess. It's nothing but hits. Go ahead. But it, okay, so starting at the beginning, it, is a band actually going to be playing in the parking lot? No. No. Okay. The party starts in the parking lot. All right. So, you, so you're going to, well, it sounded like when he well, said he was going to have like, I thought you were going to have like Mardi Gras floats going through the parking lot or something. There'll be floats. The it just won't be, I don't know what they're going to look like yet. We have people out there, they're going to be going around in, let's call it Tiki Hut golf carts. Handing out beads? Beads, bandanas, making sure everyone's having a good time. All right. Then as they make their way into the amphitheater building, then there's all these different parties going on and chances for people to come backstage. We're having the Brett Dress Like Brett contest for someone to sing nothing but a good time with me and all the other bands at the end of the night come on stage and we do it together everybody that's on the show but jefferson starship plays first they play six hits then night ranger goes on they play for 45 or 50 minutes nothing but hits then i come on the stage and it's me kicking off then the next thing you know pyro cryo Big lights, and the next thing you know, you've got Mark McGrath singing from Sugar Ray, you got Steve from Journey singing, and it's just nothing. Every single song is nothing but a good time. So, Starship, not the song, nothing but a good time, but nothing but a good, <laughs> but vibe. that'll be in the not set, a, I'm sure. It's not a 70 hour set of nothing but a good time. <laughs> so, so the evening starts with Starship, then a set from Night Ranger, correct? Then Brett. Your band, and then within the context of your show, of my band, you're going to bring out Mark McGrath, yes, and you're going to bring out Steve Augieri, who sang in Journey, yes, and then is is Jack coming out again? Hell yeah! Oh, you're going to? Oh, he's not. Him. He's not allowed out of there. Are you kidding me? So Jack's back on. Uh, whoever wants to come up and join us, but we have special mystery guests uh, every single night. There'll be someone on that stage. I, I can't tell you exactly who it is, but if you've ever looked. At everyone who's been on stage, I've had everyone from Jimmy Page to Jimmy Buffett to Paul Stanley to you. You don't know who it's going to be, but we're going to bring someone out and they're just going to come out. And at the end of the night, we're going to do their song. And this is a this is a true give back. I don't want to say throwback because we're living in the here and now, but it's a throwback to a great time and a give back to the fans. And just everyone's going to leave there going. Hopefully they'll remember it. And if you remember it, it was awesome. That's all you got. So if you do remember it the next day after a good time, it's a, it's an amazing, amazing concert. And that is something that has been a trend throughout your career from the very beginning is welcoming people on stage, uh, whether they're just a fan to come up and sing right. or whether it's a professional musician. I remember first album, I Won't Forget You, there's the video and there's right. Paul Stanley on stage playing guitar with right. you guys 
and you were a, a baby band at that point, and he was out there jamming with you. So that's right. something you've always encouraged and, and loved doing, right? Always. And that's that's from the beginning. And now, you know, all of a sudden, Josie from Saliva came up, and he was yeah, up I in, was there, Tulsa. in Tulsa. Yeah. I said, you got to come up. He did nothing but a good time in Sweet Home Alabama. We've done uh, the, the remake we did with the Brett Michaels band and Skinner. Then the next thing, if you if you ever look at the Brett Michaels and Friends, uh, uh, the songs that we've done throughout the years, it's everyone from Ace Frehley to Michael Anthony to Joe Perry from Aerosmith. We just get together, and music is a common bond. It is a universal language. And all of a sudden, I just had a Hoobastank and Lit on stage, Saving Abel. You, every genre, everything, they just come out, and I make them feel welcome. And thank you for explaining it. I, you think you had a hard time, <laughs> and I'm having a hard time. Imagine pitching this when you're talking to Live Nation. You're like me in the meeting, Brad. They're like, oh, I needed what you there because— What really trying to say is— <laughs> <laughs> they drank a lot that night. We were in Pittsburgh, and uh, my family brought down a lot of Italian food. It was great. Uh, we I didn't let them out of the room till I finished four hours of what exactly this was, and we still didn't know. <laughs> but they knew I threw a party, and they knew that it was going to be good, and I'd give a thousand percent. So, and let me just say, as somebody who uh, absolutely appreciates and. You know how I feel about bands. My rock and roll's got to be played truly, truly live. The reason why you, so, with your solo band or with Poison, can have all these people up spontaneously to jam is because you're a 100% real live rock and roll band the way it's supposed to be. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So it's not like, oh, I got to reprogram my computer. I can't do this. It's bringing it real, raw, warts and all. That's the way. No, but I'm hoping a little less no, warts. But never, no, no, not that. But my point as a fan is, I want the warts and all. That's what a live rock show supposed to be about. So You're thank you for keeping it live and real. Now there's only there's only um, you mentioned a dozen. Are you going to add more? Do you want to add more? I, I would love to add more. So what happens is there's a lot of independent promoters in there that I want to respect. It just won't be exactly this version. So in different cities, I custom created it for those cities and those shows. And it's going to be unbelievable. I've got some country artists on one. You know, I've had some big country artists out with us that all of a sudden come out and we're doing one of their songs. They're doing nothing but a good time or Unbroken or a solo song. But no matter what, it is always – you have to – Knowing me, you know what I mean. I want to be the quintessential host. I want people to feel welcome. But also remember, now I'm going to get technical for a minute. I don't want to put anyone to sleep. But there's a lot that goes on to make sure that those bands, when you're live, you got to make sure they have the right mic, they sound check, they feel good. But the one thing I said on this entire tour, I said no egos no attitudes. We work with every single person here. I want to try to work together so it's the most incredible show. I designed a stage so that everyone has a huge amount of stage room. They can, every band can use all the sound, all the lights, everything we got. They can have it. The only thing that you can't oversupply is the cryo and the pyro. You know what I mean? Because you just, the tanks run out. Right. You know what I mean? We'll right. be halfway through uh, Night Ranger and we'll have no tankish. Yeah, the Jack is a pyro... <laughs> Pyro's whore. He sleeps. He's a whore for pyro. It's ridiculous. <laughs> he loves pyro in uh, Can You Take Me High Enough? Uh, on everything. <laughs> We're going to talk to Jack. I'm just told he's going to actually join us on the phone in a minute. So yes. we'll talk to him in a second. But I want to ask you this. You, you know all these people. All these people have become fans of yours over the decades or vice versa or you know, right. both, two-way street. 
So you could have had so many different people. I want to go through this for Party Gras, and I want you to tell me your history with these people and why you Absolutely. are including them and what I'm assuming you want to do this as a recurring thing, but this is the yes. inaugural. Right. But but starting with Mark, who I know, Mark McGrath from Sugar Ray, great yes. guy, great rock fan. What's your history with him, and why did you think of him? Super, super long history. So first of all, Mark, i got to say this so everyone knows, besides having big hit songs, Mark's got the same exact energy as Jack and I. It's that unbelievable energy. He hits that stage. But our history together as friends, he's helped me out. We do a lot of stuff for charity with my Life Rocks Foundation. Some of the biggest shows that we have done, uh, he's come out, and we've sort of did this kind of party girl thing. So I'd be halfway through my set and we were raising a ton of money for diabetes and we were in Omaha and all of a sudden he just came out. We did three of his songs back to me. All of a sudden we ended with nothing but a good time, but there's a real genuine friendship there. You know what I mean? A genuine friendship yeah. uh, there. And that's the first thing I did when I called everybody, I said, here's the thing live nation. You know, we sit down and I said, look, they're, this is the first year we're doing it. It's it's going to be crazy fun. It's going to be a hell of a mess. And it's going to be more than anything. A bunch. I want fans to know they will have truly have a good time. But you segue from that to like Jack. I've known Jack my whole life. You know, even early Night Ranger. But going into, I'm saying like Damn Yankees have been out with Poison. Mm -hmm. it, was, it was Poison, Leonard Skinner, Damn Yankees torn together. That was an incredible time. And Jack and me just hit it off. You know how you meet people and your energy, just like when we were down sharing your trailer <laughs> that you didn't want to get. He didn't want to give it up to no, me. It was a I, whole argument. When I we wrestled. Called for my about lawyer, an hour. and it was there, ugly. It there got there crazy. was paperwork involved. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was so, so yeah, I remember. I mean, my gosh, I remember seeing Night Ranger. Don't tell me you love me video on MTV early yes. on. I'm like, what a great band! Two blazing guitar players, and there's right. Jack bouncing around in the middle playing bass and singing yep. great, just and still great, and still a, a tremendous live band. Let me ask you about the inclusion of Steve Algieri because that's a name maybe not as common that everybody would know. And and Steve, for those that don't know, was the original replacement singer for Steve Perry and Journey. Correct. Made a couple records with the band. Yep. Was in the band for a long time touring with them. Steve's actually a New York guy. Tell me about your connection with Steve and how he got involved in this. Steve is probably, I'm saying this truthfully, got one of the best hearts, one of the biggest hearted person I've ever met. Everyone Everyone loves them. So we've done a bunch of private events and did the same thing. So I did a show. Um, I, I four-walled a show that I wanted to do, like Party Grawl, years ago. And we were playing just outside of Little Rock, Arkansas, in Fort Smith. And we put this big party together, right? And he came out on stage with me. I had a country artist uh, and writer, Luke Laird. Then he came out and he did uh, his own set and then came on stage and did songs with us as the Brett Michaels Band. And so through the years, you know, he's one of the kindest people I've ever met. But the minute I talked to him, he goes, let's go. I'm a thousand percent in. There was no, I need to get my lawyer and two agents and a cousin. And he just was, I'm in. And that, that for me, I'm one of those people, as everyone here I think knows, I'm a, I'm a just have fun, but get it done. You know what I mean? I, I want to have let's do this and get this business done so we can go to the act of being out on the road and having a great concert and party and all of us having a great time and the inclusion of starship is interesting now this right. is mickey thomas this is that band 
Mickey, Mickey's been out on the road with me many times. He's great, but it's the original Jefferson Starship. They wanted to come out. They were great. I went and saw them. Then I watched, I watched everything they were doing. They sounded incredible. I said, um, here's what I love. Just come out. I need you to come out and bring your hits. Bring all your hits. And, I mean, you think about the amount of songs they have done and hit songs they've had and crossover songs, and that's what's going to happen. I said, you open it up. And the first question was, you know, do we have room? Can we? I said, you're going to have as big a stage as I can give you. In other words, use the thrust, use the lights, the sound, and make it seamless. And then, like I said, Jack and Night Ranger. It's really, when I tell people this, look at it bigger than the music. And look at it as an absolute incredible party. And if anyone here knows, we have this whole thing that we do like nothing but a good time where everyone's jumping. It's hands in the air you go to brettmichaels.com and look at those videos and people are three generations out there having nothing but a good time truly and this this lineup and these people that you've put together actually reflect three different eras because with starship even as early as 60s some stuff with starship and certainly 70s and then you've got the 80s guys yourself and jack in there and then if you look at uh, more 90s, there's Mark and what he did with Sugar Ray yep. and all that stuff. So you've really touched on, and I'm sure that was a conscious thing to, to touch on Correct. a little bit of everything, but the common thread being all people that have a lot of hits and want to have a good time and not, you know, not, not, nothing too heavy. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and you know what happens with me is I get, I get to meet so many different great artists. And you know I get to do stuff. I'm going to get to do something with Pitbull and Flo Rida. So who knows where though? They, is there a possibility they could show up? Party Grawl with Pitbull. I'm just saying, <laughs> Party Grawl is kind of a mixture of Jimmy Buffett. If you poured it into a bowl, it's the uh, the spectacular show of Kiss, right? The uh, the fun party of Jimmy Buffett, right? And some Pitbull high energy, just good party <laughs> rave, and then a little Brett Michaels thrown in there for a little little pepper on top of everything. Yeah, well, it's but a- that's what it is. It's a mix of just. Good times, but when I say this, you know, I grew up. I love what I love about music is it's made for everybody. But man, knows I go back to this like nothing but a good time, or you know, talk dirty to me, or get your oh, we haven't even spoke about this. Get your game on. I wrote something for the NF uh, for the Good Morning Football. Yeah, I just heard about this great it's show, which I watch every day as well. Every day, NFL and Network. Yeah, I love it. My friend Craig there, and everyone that does that show. We wrote this. Uh, I wrote this thing called "Get Your Game On," and bound, bound, down, 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 down. It just is. It, it, it that's why I said music is meant to be for everybody. What you're in the mood for, and that's what we're going to do with Party Grawl. So Again. this song that's going to be used in Good Morning Football is a brand new song that you wrote specific, specifically for the show? It, so it, it segued from a song I called, wrote called Get Your Rock On. Then all of a sudden I did it for Supercross. I did Get Your Ride On. So I go in, I reproduce it, um, and then all of a sudden it became Get Your Game On. You know, it just segued into eight different things, and I get in the studio, and I get it honestly with Pete. I don't know where the hell he went, but the um, – I. <laughs> Does anyone see where Pete went? I have not. Look at us all hanging. Look at your pointing. Is he drinking? Well, <laughs> he's, he's, he's kicking it back. To, and he's he, been known to day drink before. Yeah. <laughs> he does a little day drinking. So, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, we, we get in the studio and, and just I told everybody, I tell my, my daughters this, uh, Rain Elizabeth and Georgia Blue, I say, when you want to create something, the best thing to have 
is no fear of failure. You can't fail. You're an artist. Don't forget what it may or may not do. But when you're writing it, you can't start to edit it. You've got to let loose. And I think that's part of where it's helped me in my career is being able to jump that gap because there is a lot of talented people, a lot. I mean that for real. And what happens is they hit that first wall or first door and it, it, it makes you take a step back for me. I plow through that wall, kick that door open. And the more someone tells, you no, that fighting unbroken fighting spirit in me, that's what may be the blessing of being a diabetic. If there's a blessing, that's the silver lining is it's helped me to just say, screw that. I'm going to kick this door open and figure out a way to get it done. From a music perspective, what was the hardest wall for you to kick through? Was it the whole decade of the 90s, basically? No, the decade. Let me say, this is a great <laughs> question. So first of all, we were laughing just before I saw you. I was talking about my buddy Jerry Cantrell, right? Big mm. sports fanatic, yeah, fantasy sure. football guy. So. The first tour that Alice in Chains came out on, the first dates, was with Poison. I heard their music. I said, these guys are great. We're playing up in the Northwest. And they came out and did Portland, Seattle, I think Spokane. Not only did they open, then they would come up on stage, and we all had our love of Kiss rock and roll all night. Mm -hmm. So we did that. And then they came down to my house, the whole band, and Jerry proceeded to slam my go-kart straight into a rock, crushed it, and then uh, and then we've been best friends ever since. Wow. There you go. <laughs> All right, so he didn't pay me back for the <laughs> he didn't pay me back for the for the for the go kart yet. Well, he, I'm working on it. Yeah, he's he's done pretty well. He he's doing to, all right. He he's doing good. Yeah, I think he should be able to help you out there. Well, I'll tell you what, he's got a better airstream than you and me got <laughs> for sure. <laughs> NetCredit is here to say yes to a personal loan or line of credit when other lenders say no. Apply in minutes and get a decision as soon as the same day. If approved, applications are typically funded the next business day or sooner. Loans offered by NetCredit or lending partner banks and serviced by NetCredit. Application subject to review and approval. Learn more at netcredit.com slash partner. NetCredit. Credit to the people. Who doesn't love a classic chocolate chip cookie? Famous Amos has been making them since the 70s. 1975 to be exact. With semi-sweet chocolate chips and a satisfying crunch. It's everything classic in one bite-sized cookie. And fans couldn't get enough. That's right. You'll find our original recipe, the one you know and love, in every bag of Famous Amos original chocolate chip cookies. Find Famous Amos anywhere you buy your favorite snacks. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Save big money on everything for your projects. Now at Menards. We have it all for garden and landscaping essentials. Visit our outdoor garden center today and update your backyard space. Grid accents lattice panels have a timeless design with an innovative design that's simple to install and requires almost no maintenance. Save big on lattice panel options at Menards. View our entire selection of garden center products today on Menards.com. Save big money at Anyway, let's uh, let's welcome in now uh, a mutual friend of Brett and I, and a guy we both love very much. He is the bass player and. 
co-lead vocalist of one of the great bands that's been kicking ass for over 40 years now. That band would be Night Ranger. And Jack Blades yeah, is joining Jackie. us via the phone. Jack, hey, you there? guys. Uh, you guys are having way too much fun, man. How come I'm not in New York? I don't know. Why aren't you Why here? Aren't you here? You, where are you, man? <laughs> Brett, send the jet for crying out I'm loud. I'm doing Come it on, right now. I'm, <laughs> I'm, sending, I'm sending Eddie's airstream immediately. Hey, Jack. <laughs> hey, Jack, you better just hope it's not the same jet he used to get to a gig I was at in Vegas recently because uh. the thing broke down and he showed up four wait, hours late. Wait, broke down sounds horrible when you're 40,000, 43,000 feet in the air. It never got off the ground. It was broke before it took off. No, it was broken in the air. Yeah, that's not the kind of thing you no, want to do No, I promise that's you not. it was all safe let me make sure but hey did i not get there you got there a friend of mine came through and we, we were oh. it was great i'm alive on the good side of this stage and it's uh the chronicles the chronicles of brett michaels it's unbelievable so jack we were just talking a little bit about party gras uh tell me about your thoughts about this it sounds like it's gonna be a great time and it's great that night ranger are on board oh man i'm telling you brett brett and i brett we played shows i mean we were talking about this like back in 2004 16 yes. and 15 we're going dude we should do this you we should have a whole thing brett you should come out we should do this whole thing get a bunch of people get friends to come out we'll get guys to just jump on stage if we're in their area and stuff like that we'll just do this whole thing and it finally then one day brett calls me up out of the blue just a couple of months ago and says bro are you ready for this we're gonna do it i'm like what and he's like we're doing this i mean you know you know brett i mean brett's insane anyway brett's like you know he's Trudis, on a stadium Trudis. tour and like Three days later, he calls me and goes, oh, yeah, I'm on tour with my own thing now for the next three weeks. I'm like, you were a beast, dude. I thought I was bad. Yeah. I mean, he's out there just – he's just doing it and doing it. But we, he called up and said, let's do this thing. And, we, you know, what did I say, Brett? First thing I said, I'm in. Done. Was his first, we're in. It, it was your first word. I'm not – He didn't say, he, let me check with my son first? Yes, yeah. He goes, that, you know, no, that, no, no. Jack's son is the manager of, of the band. That's why I mentioned that. Who was amazing, by Ridge. the way. Yes. But, yeah. But Jack, first two words, he just goes, I'm in. That was it. It was, was I not? See, I wasn't making that up earlier. I wasn't winging it. Jack, I'm telling you, Jack is a friend. His, your energy, I've been bragging up your energy and the years of great times we've had together. But that, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm not going to speak for everybody, but I'm going to say this for most of everybody. We are, as me as a fan and a, a musician, right? I am craving this tour. Like, I'm craving a good time, a good party, great hits. And I know, because you're never on the road. So, no, you know. <laughs> no, but it's it, it, uh, we. this is going to be incredible. And, and Jack, I'll let you take it from there. You're, you're on the air, but I just wanted to jump in there and tell you this is going to be awesome. I, I mean, I'm, the Night Ranger guys were all so pumped. I mean, Brad and Kelly and, and Carrie and Eric, I mean, we're totally stoked about this thing. Because, you know what, I mean... This is what this country needs. I mean, it was like a, like, I, I don't know, I might be dating myself, but like a Mad Dogs and Englishman tour, you know, yes. like with, with uh, you know, with uh, Joe, Joe Cocker. Cocker which sure. Had, yeah, we had everybody comes out from Eric Clapton to Leon Russell to this guy to that guy. And you know what? That's what this world needs, man. This world needs just a fun time. Uh, you know what I mean? Just everybody just get out there and everybody grins from ear to ear. Every band gets up there and just kicks some serious ass. We all have fun. At the end, we all come out. I don't know. We'll, we'll all play a song that we grew up listening to or something together or something, you know. Who knows? But it's going to be one of those, it's going to be one of those events, man, that you do not want to miss next year. It's well, going to be one of those, you can't believe this is happening. I can't believe 
it was that much fun. That's what it's going to be. It doesn't. It doesn't surprise me at all that you, Jack, and Brett are friends because you. Anybody listening can hear that you do, and and knowing you both forever, you do genuinely have the same vibe, the same spirit, the same good nature, the same just want to get out there and play some real fun rock and roll. So it makes sense that this came together like this. It makes sense. Anybody listening to this now, Brett, can understand why Jack and Night Ranger were a natural choice for this. Absolutely. Not to mention, besides the fact that we're friends the music they played, their musicianship. We did a Hometown Heroes arena tour. We did five dates. It was in, it was one of the best five dates in my life that I've ever done. Five shows that were incredible. And, and Jack is one of those guys, I'm saying this knowing he's hearing this, but every time we get together, we hang, we have fun. We've done a lot of these kind of shows together, but they got hit after hit. And the, the bottom line is, I can tell you one thing, we want to be there. And I think for a lot of fans, me, again, being a fan of music, I love when I look up on that stage and I know that that band wants to be there. Yeah. You know, they're not grinding through the motion or looking down like, I don't want to be here. We we want to be there. And then to throw that party, that's what everyone's going to get to witness. I want to, I want to ask both of you this, and I'll start with you, Brett. When was the first time you heard or saw Jack Blades? A well, song, a moment, a video? <laughs> was it was it Night Ranger? Was it pre Night Ranger? Because I remember God, very, dang, Eddie. I remember <laughs> here's, here's Eddie. Eddie's going way back. I, I remember very clearly. I know, right? Well, you, he was in a band called Rubicon um, before Night Ranger, right, Jack? Yeah. See, here yeah, he goes, yeah, Jack. Be careful. I told deep. you, be careful calling I'm in. Getting deep, but He's going my, deep. My, oh my, my point is, is that. Like, I remember very clearly seeing the video for Don't Tell Me You Love Me coming on MTV Correct. and being like, man, that's cool. That's That checks every box for what I like about a rock fan, a rock band. Great vocals, great playing, and right. hearing that song, which to this day is such a great song. What was that moment like? When was the first time you heard Jack Blades? Same thing. Same exact thing. When I when I heard that and saw that, it was just that that was for me. Checked every box. You you nailed you you took it out of words right out of my mouth. That's what did it. And then meeting Jack and meeting the band and everybody and their attitude was so incredible. And that's what Jack and I talked about on the phone. No egos, no attitudes. All for one, one for all. We just did a show. I won't totally. go into it. We, we did a show. I just said I won't go into it, and I went into it. it it's one, That was the best segue. I'm not going to talk about this. Let me talk that about this. That happens with you and I, doesn't it? <laughs> Tough time. <laughs> but we did a show oh, in Ohio. God, here we go. It was incredible. We, we, it was incredible, but we both had a little uh, – we were in the middle of the stadium tour, and I had this night, and we got there, and Jack and Night Ranger, all of us, all of us together with my solo band – there was a few technical issues. We worked with the promoter. He was great. They were great. And we got it all worked out. But we worked together like we were one cohesive band. Like one band. One You're band. Exactly and right. we made it awesome. Hey Jack, same question for you. Obviously, you you your career predates Brett starting with Poison by a few years. So what was the first time you heard or saw Brett in any way? Go easy, Jack. Go easy. But just, <laughs> <laughs> remember, I t- remember that paper yeah. I sent you. What to say about me? <laughs> There's an NDA. There's an NDA attached remember to what everything. I said? <laughs> the NDA. Oh, it ends God. with great. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> I've known. Look, I, I, I met those guys years and years and years ago, back in the late, you know, late '80s and stuff like that. I mean, you know, down in LA and everything like that. We'd be cutting our albums. We cut all our albums down in LA. 
I mean, I've known the guys forever and ever. And Brett really and I really got to know each other when we toured together with the damn Yankees yep. back in, oh God, I think it was 92, 93, That's 94, correct. something like that. You know, and we really got to know each other. We'd hang out. We'd go to dinner. We'd do this. We'd do that. And here's the deal, man. Brett is the same person. It's kind of like, Eddie, you know me. And I'm the, guy, I'm the same guy I was back whenever. Brett is the same person that I met back in the late 80s. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Nothing. Yeah. I mean, like, it has changed. I mean, he's the same, like, excitement, exuberance. You know what happens when you play a million and one shows. You get, you know, you become a, you know, a jaded prick. We talked you know about that I mean? earlier. <laughs> Jack, that's exactly what I talked about earlier. He's this, every day, it's like he's on, like he's just getting started. Let me preface, hold yeah. on. I wasn't a jaded prick, so I'm, he's saying I'm the opposite. <laughs> I just want to, no, because no, no, you no. know. What I'm saying is, he's still not a jaded prick. Yeah, <laughs> there we go. Jack just read the NDA yes. on the tour. Oh, Jack, shit. read that bottom let me, line. Let me backpedal. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. I, go ahead, go ahead. And you know, dude, I've known O'Jerry forever and ever and ever. I wrote a couple songs on the on the Journey album that he played on. You know what I mean? I, with Neil and uh, Neil and John and stuff like that. And and so I've known Steve O'Jerry for a long time. I'm really excited to hang out with McGrath because uh, Brett's told me he's the greatest guy in the world. So I'm I'm looking forward to that. And then of course our band's from San Francisco. Night Ranger started in San Francisco. So you know the Jefferson Starship. They're basically legendary. I mean, it's legendary stuff. Come yes. on, Jane. We built this city, you know, some, even somebody to love, like Brett was saying, like 1960s, like freaking White Rabbit, you know, that kind of stuff. Right. So it's going to be, it's going to, you know, we're hitting all the marks. Everyone's going to get mushrooms during the, that damn part of the straight. show. I'm not waiting. I started right now. <laughs> Brett's going to be in the audience <laughs> handing out shrooms before White Rabbit. Dude, uh, it's, it's beads, bandanas, yeah, and shrooms. Knows? Go ahead. There you go. go. Put it on a shirt. Put that in my NDA, would you please? Go, Jack, go ahead. Eddie so I mean, rudely interrupted you, and I was trying to let you speak. Sorry, my mind went to shrooms. No. I'm telling you, man, it's gonna be it's gonna be like that. It's gonna be this is gonna be one of those shows where everybody's gonna be sitting around watching every other band play and have a fun time and just jumping on in. I mean, why shouldn't those guys jump on in with us singing? You can still rock in America. You know what I mean? We'll get McGra- you know, we'll get Mark. We'll get you know. Steve, we'll get some of those guys from the Starship. You know, I mean, why not? I mean, this is this is what this is about. This is like everybody's good. It's a party grand. It's fun. Everybody's going to get up there, and and people are going to leave, leave going, what the hell did I just see? Yeah. That's what's going to happen. Yeah, In a well, good way. In a really <laughs> exactly. good shroomish up way, not good shroomish save, down. Brett. No <laughs> bummer trip. It's a good trip. Good save, Brett. Brett off the gra- yeah, Brett is laying on the, on the stage. Somebody get him up. He took too many shrooms. Get him going. Come on. Come on, Petey. Pete, get him going. Let's go. You know how I get. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. Right. Here's the deal. When Brett and I get on the phone, I don't. We we can't get off the phone. No, it's like two hours other. later. We're still going, rapping, and <laughs> talking about when we cover all segments of life. But as you could tell, I'm saying it's just in this phone conversation, hanging out with everybody. That this is the real us. This is the vibe that nothing but again nothing but a good vibe it's a party grawl and the first thing we said to each other we, we really laid this out all killer hits no filler just everyone having a great time and jumping up with everybody on that stage but most importantly a celebration of the fans and and the bands because the bands have to be having a great time in sure. order to bring it so the fans the bands and the music and just and a lot of food and good times 
So listen, uh, Jack, we have a, a studio audience here that's ready and waiting to fire at Brett some questions. So we're going to let you roll, and uh, we'll, I'm sure we'll be talking again down the line some. And I know everybody's looking forward and excited to know that Night Ranger is part of Party Gras as well. So thanks for a few minutes, buddy. We'll talk soon, okay? We love you, buddy. You got love it. You. Jeff, Everyone I mean, here loves you, Jack. I love you guys, and Brad, and Kelly, and, and Carrie, and Eric. We're all excited about this tour. This is yeah, gonna be say else, hi to the man. guys we'll for us. Yeah, down the road. Yeah, yeah for happy sure. Happy holidays, my Take friend. care, man. We'll see you soon, Jack. Thank you. You, you, you got it. See you, bye. Bye-bye. There bye. it goes, Jack Blades, everybody checking in. Yeah, Jack! All right, so while we have time, before we get to some songs, I promised the audience a chance to ask some questions. And let's do that right now. You ready to dive I, right in? I love these questions. Let's dive in. And you know what? We'll get to the songs when we get to them because we're going to play a lot of music. But I think... We're going to get to songs. We got some time. We got... <laughs> we got some time. And he goes, we'll oh, you're not leaving. I got it all figured out. You guys we're, are we're seeing I'm chained to this chair, right? All right. So the first... Uh, our first caller... Our f caller, well, our first person will ask a question <laughs> from the audience is Gregory, who's joining us from Cleveland here in New York City. Yeah. Greg, if you can get a microphone and hey, Brett, nice to nice to there see you go. today. We drove in from Cleveland uh, actually last night, but uh, just for the special event. So pleasure to be here. It's great to see you, and I want to say this real quickly: what a show at the stadium this year at Cleveland was amazing. And I mean, seriously, it's we love it there. Great place. Go, go Absolutely. ahead. Absolutely. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Um, well. You've kind of mentioned it a little bit, but I wanted to ask if you plan on playing a couple deeper Poison Cuts or maybe some solo tour, uh, tunes since it is, you know, your solo band. Um, yeah. You know, we're excited to hear some of those played live. Absolutely. First of all, great question. Thank you. What we're going to do is because we're mostly keeping it to the uh, the songs that were the top 40 or top 20 hits uh, for Poison and then also for the solo song uh, we will be doing Back in the Day. It's the one I wrote specifically for this, for the tour. Well, I can't wait for you all to hear it. It is just a great summertime song. It's about everything that's happening now and then and just bringing it forward, and we'll definitely be doing that. All right, yeah. I got requests when you do start putting some deeper ones in. Okay. I don't, Greg, what's your, <laughs> Greg, what's your number one request if you have one from a Poison Deeper track? Um, you drove here from Cleveland. Make the request at least. <laughs> Back to the rocking horse. It's app, there you go. That would be no, absolutely. Apps, anything deep off the, the first track would be fantastic. I love Life loves one, a tragedy. Boy. Number well, one bad. Oh, the ass. first record. Oh, He's I could first record, want yeah. some, need some. Yeah, I mean, yeah. there's. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Let's do it. That's it. Right. Yeah. I got Love on the Rocks. Oh, it's coming. That's way, that's been way overdue to be played. Cry Tough, which isn't even a deep track. I love Cry Tough. I we won't could, forget you. What if we throw Cry Tough in as a nice... Remember, it was our first single we released. We did Cat Dragged In. Here's a true story. Cat Dragged In came out. It was our first song we did. Um, you know, And then the next one was Cry Tough. Uh, we had no money to scratch together for the video for Cat Dragged In. We finally raised a nice uh, couple bucks uh, to do Cry Tough. And, uh, and and that song, for us, was the first one to ever really get played on MTV. Great. It did okay, and then Talk Dirty Me exploded. So. And we touched on the 90s. I love Stand. I'd love to see Stand make love a return, Stan. too. It would be great as well. All right, where is uh, Chris Cole? Chris, you're up next. We have Chris. Hello, Brett. Nice to meet you. Chris, uh, great to see you, buddy. Happy holidays. Thank you. Uh, what's your favorite song to perform? Uh, you know what? That's a great question. So for me, at the end of the show, when we're hitting nothing but a good time and everything's just 
the cryo, the pyro, the party, everyone just jumping and, and having a great time. It, it brings together that moment of rock and roll for me, like the first time I ever, true story, ever saw the Kiss Alive 2. And they're all reaching up and the confetti's coming down. And that said to me, what a great moment. But honestly, every single song I do, it's like having kids. Uh, let me say what I mean. It, you, I love every one of them for different reasons. So whether it's Every Rose, Something to Believe in, Talk Dirty, Unskinny Bop has a different groove. It, it's tough, but I think that moment in concert, that the whole thing comes together is nothing but a good time. You know, it's funny, I'm not going to go down this huge rabbit hole, but being a Kiss geek myself, you mentioned Alive 2. There's so much made of that gatefold photo, which is just one of the great photos ever, ever. of the fire, the risers. But you referencing the shot, I know exactly what you're talking about. It's the inner sleeve yes. photos of just uh, overhead of the crowd with the confetti and hands up. Yep. I never thought about that, but that is an iconic photo that so captures the vibe of being in an audience, especially at that time. Yeah. One million percent. And when I say this quickly, when I say um, I'm a deep dive guy, when it comes to stuff, all that stuff in those albums and stuff, when I say music saved my life, I would stare at that. It sets tones that you, it's hard to explain to people because everyone wants to just hear the party stories or the fight stories. But to get to even those spots in your life, it, it's it's the moments that said this is this is magic to me. And that, that centerfold, you know, I call it the centerfold. Yeah. But when you open that album up and you saw that shot of all the pyro. Totally. It it, it changed my life. Which actually never actually happened in a Kiss show, by the way. I don't know if you know that. I'm it very totally aware. staged. I went and saw it at <laughs> the Farm worked. Show Arena. Where was that moment? <laughs> go, it didn't happen. I had my out. I'm like, wait a minute. What happened? The it's all right. I the forgive them. The beautiful smoke and mirrors awesome. of Kiss. Uh, I love no doubt. Yeah. I love hey, I want to... Well, We'll keep getting questions from the audience here, but of course we do have a live audience across the country listening, so let's incorporate them through the phones. Joel, give me somebody on the phones. Just I don't have the screening stuff in front of me. Give me their name. Who is it? Amy in, Amy in Missouri? Is hey, that guys. Amy, welcome. You're on with Brett Michaels. Hey, you guys. Hey, hey. Eddie. Hey, Brett. Hey. Amy, how are you doing, and happy holidays to you and your family. Happy holidays to you guys. I am... Absolutely. As you always say, Brett, I am fired up. <laughs> Me I too. So I am up. fired up right now. Question is, are you wearing Mardi Gras beans or she Mardi is. Gras beans? She is. Beads. We have the beads on in here. <laughs> <laughs> I just want, I honestly, Brett, I don't have a question. First of all, thank you, Eddie, for doing this today. Um, much appreciated and just so exciting all the way around. Thanks. Uh, Brett, I just wanted to say thank you. And I think I can say this on behalf of every fan everywhere after waiting two plus years through a pandemic holding on to our tickets and finally getting to go to the stadium tour shows which i saw three i saw atlanta st louis and kansas city thank and you i also saw you in tulsa with you eddie okay yep and i just want to say thank you i think you brought us back to life and yeah. everybody who was in those stadiums was on their feet in the blazing heat in the pouring rain we were there for it and I just want to say thank you. Well, you just made my day, and, and thank you. And, again, um, you made me a little emotional because that, I'd waited with you two and a half years, so excited. And if it's not for you and everyone here that's in the studio and came to these tours, we we would not have gotten to, to do this. We are really loyal to each other, and uh, I hope you had as good a time as I did because I hit that stage. I'm going to reference St. Louis for a moment. 
When oh, I hit okay. St. Louis, what? I had just come off. Remember, that was my first show back, which I want to say oh, to all whoa. the audience in Nashville how apologetic I am. I was sick, sick as a dog. Oh, my God. And that first one back in St. Louis, it was, you remember this? It was like 108 degrees. So I'm, I'm not making any of this up. In the and floor. in the fourth row down on that plastic uh, floor was, on the field, I thought I was going to die, but it, it was so worth it. I couldn't, I was jumping up and down. And let me tell you something, that is the best, uh, I hate to word it like this. That's the best cold shower I've ever taken <laughs> in my so life sure. after that show. It was, I felt good, but thank you for your kind words Amy, and I'll see you in the party. Yeah, Amy, we got to move on. We got limited time. We got a bunch of people, but thank you for listening and thanks for calling. Let's go to our audience. This is Al in Rawway, New Jersey. Al, where are you? Get a question in here for hey. Brett. Awesome, Al. Brett and Eddie, <laughs> thank you very much for doing this. Hey, Al. Appreciate good, it. Good to see you. Good to see you, too. Um, I was one of the guys I called in the Eddie show, and I said that Poison wiped all the other bands off the stage on the stadium I, tour. I know. Thank you. <laughs> I, and you and see, it's the truth, man. And really see, did. I didn't make him sign an NDA. <laughs> <laughs> just, I did see a cash exchange well, actually, just before you came Actually, out. it's right here. It's right here. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> all right, my question is, it's been 20 years since Holly Weird, of yes. all news, Poison Studio material. Yeah. You kind of touched on it before. You've written a song or two. Can I light a fire under your ass to get Poison to release another new album soon? Consider it done. <laughs> so here's what, let me say this. Not to, let me say thank you for the, that was, here's what I'd love to do so that I don't BS my way through this, right, and then have to retract later. I, I'd say for sure one or two songs. Know that for sure. And just make them great. A badass rock song and and probably something in the vein of maybe a an Every Rose or something. You know, again, you never want to say exactly, but I need a badass rock song. I need Poison to go in there and just, just boom, God, boom, boom, God. Just a, a modern day, nothing but a good time. Talk dirty to me. Just what it is but in the meantime may i referenced back in the day from the solo band till we get to that in a couple years or a year Where's and i'm i'm and i'm with good. eddie on love on the rocks so thanks yeah, that's I love, a good one. how about one in that vein yeah, Bow, wow, cool. wow. Yep. yeah yeah terry where's terry poon we don't have where terry's from but we got thanks al oh you already got it all right so oh, let's, so then let's go to dawn from denmark wisconsin that's sweet tea I was just in Green Bay this weekend. Dawn, did you come here? Where's Dawn? Where's lovely Dawn? Did you come here from Wisconsin? How are you? Did you come from Wisconsin just for this? I did. Oh, my God. I Milwaukee. If I would have known you were in Green Bay, Eddie, we would have been there. Yeah, but Brett wasn't with me, so. He was not. We're like brothers right here. Go ahead. How are you, by the way? Pretty good. Awesome. Happy holidays to you. Thank you. you. Happy holidays to you also. Thank you. My question is, what is one of your most accomplishments that you're the most proud of besides your daughters? Absolutely. So I was going to say, obviously, <laughs> uh, obviously, my daughters reign in Georgia. But the, the truth of the matter is, I could say probably one of the accomplishments for me uh, outside of music first is the Life Rocks Foundation and everything we do to give back to so many people. And when I say this, it's the fans. We, I know we go up there, we play, we have a you know auction off guitars, we raise a lot of money together, and every single penny of that, because it's transparent, every single penny goes to a great cause. We just did Tunnel to Towers. I did it with the end, you know, New York Police Department and Fire Department, you know, the end and the New York Fire Department, right. my brain. The um, But what I was going to say is we did Tunnel to Towers together, 
And um, great charity. What an amazing charity! But what it is is when we did this, we uh, we got to barbecue for all of our veterans. So it's a combination of what we did with them and the vets and. It was a great charity, but also with Life Rocks, we cover everything from St. Jude's, you name it. We pick a, a, a charity in each city, and we make it incredible. Awesome. Thank yeah, you so thank much. You for and that. thank you for coming from Wisconsin, Dawn. That's amazing. Yeah, we I love hope you're Dawn. enjoying. You're welcome. Hope you're enjoying New York City. We yeah. have. <laughs> All right. So, Brett Michaels Uh-oh. is here, and uh, joining him is longtime guitarist in his solo band, Mr. Pete Evick. Good to see you, Pete. Good to see you, Eddie. Pete Evick. Listen, we man, thought you were out there. Look at the party going on out there. <laughs> Brett, are you pumped? Uh, I'm sorry, Pete, are you pumped for Party Gras? This well, you, be- have, you have no idea because, you know, I, I've been in Brett's band now 20 years, and he talks about these ideas, and uh, to see this come to fruition like this, is it's amazing because it, it it's just like you said earlier. He just wants to have fun. And he's bringing big, big fun this time and bringing a good time in a world right now that needs it. Yeah, so. yeah. That's going to be some awesome. real raw music. Just real straight up good rock time. And roll. Before you go, Brett, Eddie, can I, I've been back here for an hour listening. And there's something really important I want the opportunity to say. Uh-oh. This is, I'm worried, this too. No, I'm, I got nervous for a minute. It's serious. You, you brought Brett, up. I quit. <laughs> yeah. You need a new guitar player. Party Gras off. I'm out, bitches. I, I didn't like how much you and Jack Blades got along. I'm going home. <laughs> no, uh, uh, you talked earlier about Brett writing music. And I never get the opportunity to say this, but I've, I've for 20 years I've been making music with Brett. And I just, I just want the opportunity to say, most people don't understand. He's not kidding. He makes music all day long. Yeah. I have hard drives full of him beatboxing. It's ridiculous. And, and ideas. It's ridiculous. We, we carry a Pro Tools rig. I have it up in the green room right now in case he has an idea. He's, we've recorded songs on his plane. In the creek that you talk about, I like, recorded in the creek. No, <laughs> but, it made a good sound. But and it's just a lot of times I don't think people. Uh, it's just the bread I know making music. It's like Trent Reznor and Prince, and a lot of people don't think about that much. He makes music out of anything, anytime, all the time, and and it's just. It, you touched on him making music, and I just want to bring it up from my point of view. You have no idea the creativity that comes out of this. So it sounds like there's I a thank there's you. A, just made my day. Pete. Sounds thank like there's you. a box set somewhere down the line. Oh, I have it. I'm waiting for him to die. Seventy two boxes. <laughs> a seventy two box set. When he passes away, that hard drive, I'm gonna go into the highest bidder and let. Him oh my gosh! All right, so all right, so let's. Uh, He's a good friend. Yeah, exactly. what a good friend. Clearly. <laughs> He's looking for ways to exploit you when you're gone, Brett. It's, hey, it's the only way. It's that's when you know you got a buddy. He's just being honest. Thank you guys for all the great years and the party grawl. And uh, you want to do more? You want to get some more questions? Well, you bring we it got or? about five minutes, so we have a few people. We have people on the on the phone. And by the way, amazing performance, you guys. Thank you so Thank much. You're very kind. It sounded Thank great. You. It was awesome. Let's see if we can squeeze in the people in our audience that that were that are here. Get them Let's in real quick at the end. Uh, I think we have Joanne from Bayville, New Jersey. Sweet Joanne. Joe. Sweet Joanne. What is this question? Wait, be? wait, wait, wait. Before we do this, make sure everyone don't leave because I want to get pictures with everybody. All right. Yep. We're gonna get some photos before we. Right we're not. You got the beads, the bandanas. All right. Here we go, Joe. Okay. Awesomeness. So. <laughs> I meant Joanne. Thank you very much for having everybody here. Um, If they make a movie about your life, who would you want to portray you? You know what? That is a that's a really great question. That's hard to say because it's you know what I mean. I mean, there's so many great actors out there, but uh, I'm going to say this: it's if I was to take a shot right now, you know, I don't want to throw out names like Brad Pitt. 
<laughs> you know, I don't want to throw out Paul Rudd. You know, just a, a couple, you know, names, you know, Vince Vaughn. I would be, he, you know, I'm a shorter version of Vince Vaughn. You know what I mean. I'm just throwing out a couple greats that, uh, you know. Pacino. Pacino, I don't know, De Niro. De Niro. Yeah, why not? A couple two-tree names. We two could throw, names. We'd throw yeah. them in the pile and, you know. There maybe, is, maybe one of the Hemsworths. <laughs> we, we should mention. That is, that is who should play I'm just, Yeah, yeah. They're, I'm just throwing it out there. I'm not saying, you know, they're calling them. No, I did me. have a second question, and they did put it on the cord, so real fast. Okay, go ahead, Joanne. <laughs> Joanne's taking over in the home stretch. That's right. <laughs> oh, this is nothing. You should see her at a show. <laughs> All right, you're always fired up. Uh huh. So, and you're an awesome performer. Thank I you. I just have to put you. that out there. What do you like to do in your downtime? You know what? That we briefly touched on that. Um, I've given up sleep, so that's not an option anymore. Sleep's out. But the uh, the thing for me is, honest to God, and I know we're friends, so we you know this. I I live and breathe for my outdoor life. I'm not kidding you. I, if I pull that bus over, the whole stadium tour, I'd pull over, take my mountain bike out, go uh, any lake, creek, ocean. I live for the ocean, anything like that. And you're going to laugh because there's an extreme other side of me because I'm sociable, love hanging with people, talking, talking about life. But there's this other side. that It's not a different side. There's a side that I could walk, be out listening to music and hike for three hours by myself and just i love it and i love that outdoor life and it just helps to find a nice balance i know that's not downtime because when you're hiking by yourself you're creating yeah but it's (laughs) it's physical good feeling not not a lot of mental downtime but it's good michelle outdoor life michelle in jersey our our last audience question while we have a couple minutes go ahead michelle Hi, Britt. How are you? How are you, sunshine? I always tell you every time I see you, your Jersey girls love you, so we're absolutely thrilled you're coming back to PNC. PNC. (laughs) That's awesome. Do you remember we played football out there? I just want to throw this out. I threw an entire, like, there was like 15,000 people we were playing, throwing the ball. It was great. Okay. Go ahead. Double question again. Who are your favorite bands to see? You already know our favorite. Right. And who is one of the favorite performers that you've performed with to date? You know what? Here for me, first of all, I grew up. If I'm, I'm going to shoot down the rock because I love all music. But honestly, AC/DC and Leonard Skinnerd, Kiss, you know, Aerosmith. You, I, this list is ridiculous. It goes on and on. Journey. You know what I mean? Foreigner. But having out on the road, the Night Ranger and Jefferson Starship and Steve and Mark and all that put together, that's going to be a good night for me because. Like being out with Motley, I want to say this, Motley and Def Leppard and Joan, they're people I not just admire, but I love them and I love the music. And and I think for me that it just, it, again, it rocks my world. It's what I love. And don't get me wrong, I, I love all, every kind of new music and new band coming out. And I, I'm hoping that radio will really start to open up. I know it has, and we have the unbelievable ability of being able to get to most music. But they got to keep, like, classless act. We got to keep that new rock and roll just always refreshing. There's so many great bands out there that just are incredible, and I hope it just keeps refreshing itself, plus always respecting the, the world of, of music that's already been there and done that. Yeah, no doubt. There's a lot of great music out there. You just got to be able to seek it out and find it because, of course, 
Now anybody can put out music, so that makes it a bit of a challenge to get it to stand up, stand ahead of the the pack. Correct. We got a we got a minute or two left here. Just in wrapping up, I want to thank you guys. I mean, many decades, many years of uh, fun and friendship that continue, and I'm so happy for you for this tour coming up next year. Thank Party Gras, everybody, kicking off in July. You said we go. So here it is. I just want to throw this out there. Uh, Detroit. We're kicking off at Pine Knob. It's where the reason. Many reasons. Um, the, the radio station's been incredible supporting us. They're throwing their summer party. Detroit is where Poison came back together in 99 when we shot that big documentary and video. It's a great place. Then we have a Friday night that we are going to unleash at brettmichaels.com next week. A uh, very special night it's going to be. And then we go Saturday into Pittsburgh, Sunday to PNC. But just go to brettmichaels.com right after this or everyone check it out. We will have a list of all the states cities dates everything's up there because my thing is that i don't ever want to confuse people what i want them to do is know where to go that it's going to be an awesome party and the only thing i care about is all the fans and us and the bands have a great time well thanks to brett michaels again for that complete interview and complete performance including two poison songs done acoustic you have to go to the sirius xm app and pull that up so you can hear the complete performance with that audience and with those songs. Again, exclusively on the SiriusXM app. Just go there, put in Trunk Nation, and the Brett Michaels full show will pop up, which also, hopefully by the time you hear this, will have complete pro shot video of the entire thing as well. So try to check that out and come on board and join me for Trunk Nation every day, 3 to 5 Eastern Time, live on Faction Talk Channel 103, or, of course, on the app. Be sure to follow me on social media at Eddie Trunk, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook page. And I'll see you guys next Thursday for another all-new episode of the Eddie Trunk Podcast. And, of course, be sure to listen to the radio show and follow on social media at Eddie Trunk, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook page. Have a great week, everybody. Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory-smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your Crave. Save big money on everything for your spring projects at Menards. We have all of your garden and landscaping essentials. Master Garden Premium Garden Soil contains a slow-release fertilizer that feeds gardens for up to nine months. It produces better results and is ready to use for all your gardening needs. Save big on Menards' great selection of garden and landscaping products. Compare brands in-store or online at Menards.com. Save big.